What's going on? My name is Christian and I am your host of the AFJ podcast where we are helping you take action for Jesus. And so today we are uh, jumping into a conversation around how do you read the Bible? What does it mean to read the Bible? And what are some practical ways that we can read the Bible and and learn from it? Uh, Let me pray for us and then we'll jump right into our conversation. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for allowing us to have this conversation centered around your word, and what does it mean to read your word, and how do we apply it? Uh, I pray that you would speak through this conversation and for it to be used by you. It's in your holy and precious name I pray. Amen. So this is a question that I get asked often, uh, amongst many other questions, but it is, how do you read the Bible? Uh, and so that's kind of the conversation that I want us to have today. I want us to break down, how do you read the Bible? What, what does what does it look like? And I actually want us to go ahead and walk through a text. And so if you want to go ahead and um, uh, flip over to Psalm 62, that's kind of the text that we're going to be breaking down through this method. Uh, and let me say this first. There are many different methods of reading scripture. There are many different methods. Um, and uh, as long as you are reading scripture and applying it and pointing it back to Jesus, I don't think that there are uh, there are any wrong methods. Um, I'm just going to teach you a simple one for me. Uh, it's three words. It's Bible, gospel, personal. Bible, gospel, personal. And so here's, uh, if, if you want to write this stuff down, uh, this is also going to be in the show notes, so you can go look there uh, or down there in the description. But Bible, what does the text say? What what's happening in the text? So if you're if you're looking at a story like uh, like uh, of David and Goliath, you want to know you know what is the entire overarching story going on uh, uh, surrounding the text that you are specifically reading. What's going on there? Uh, gospel. How does it point to Jesus? Right. If if you are reading through the Bible for the first time, spoiler alert. Everything in scripture is pointing back to Jesus. And so how does what you are currently reading point back to Jesus? And then personal, how should I respond to this? How should I respond because of this? Or what does it remain mean for me personally? So those are the three, three questions, three bits of this. It's Bible, gospel, personal. You start with the text. How does it point to Jesus and what does it mean for me personally? So let's take Psalm 62 for just a minute, break it down using this method so that you get to actually see this, uh, this in action. Um, uh, we're going to be specifically looking at verses one and two. Those are, if you've uh, been listening to the podcast, you've probably heard me reference these two verses multiple times by now uh, because they truly are uh, two of my favorite verses in scripture. Uh, and something that has just been a, a a steady rock for me as you know as I'm going through any of the valleys of life. Uh, they say this: "Truly, my soul finds rest in God, and my salvation comes from Him. Truly, He is my rock and my fortress, and I will never be shaken." If you look at other translations, it says, uh, "My soul waits for You alone." Uh, for God alone. Uh, and I love that because, uh, because it, it paints this picture of getting alone, getting to a quiet place and just waiting on the Lord, resting in the Lord. So Bible, what does the text say? Uh, well, you've got a psalmist 
who is who is writing to God saying, uh, it is in him where I find rest. My salvation comes from him. He is, he's been going through this. Uh, if you read the surrounding chapters, there have been valleys that have been going on in his life. And he's consistently, continually reminding himself of who God is. You look at verse three, it, it literally goes back into this. It says, how long will you assault me? Would all of you throw down, throw me down the leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place they take delight in lies with their mouth they mouth they bless but their hearts they curse yes my soul finds rest in god my hope comes from him truly he is my rock and my salvation you've got you've got this writer who's going through these difficult seasons these difficult times in his life where he is being chased and hunted uh, by his enemy and over and over and over again, as you read through the Psalms specifically the surrounding chapters right here, he is continually reminding himself of who God is. So, uh, here's, here's my, my first takeaway. Um, actually we'll get to this in, in just a second. I don't want to jump to personal just yet. Gospel. How does this point to Jesus? Well, like I said, everything in scripture is pointing back to Jesus. Everything in scripture is pointing back to who Jesus is and what he is, what he has done for us. So he is our salvation. Jesus is the only way to God, the father. John 14, six says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father, but by me, Jesus is the way he is our salvation. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. Um, I, I like this, the, the idea of my rock. Um, uh, when I think of think of the term my rock, I think of my steady place. Uh, one of the trans, no, 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 it says uh, here at the end of verse two, it says my fortress, my rock, my salvation, my fortress. I will never be shaken. Uh, you see this, this idea of, I think of um, this, this fortress built uh, just off the coast in the sea on a firm foundation, a rock in the middle of the ocean, and waves are going to come crashing down on this fortress. The storms are going to beat on it, but it will stand strong because of its foundation, because of the, the surroundings of the fortress. The fortress will not be shaken, and when we are inside this fortress, we will not be shaken. So, Bible... You've got a psalmist who is being chased by his enemies and constantly reminding himself of who God is. Gospel. This is directly pointing to who Jesus is. He is our salvation. He is our rock. He is our fortress. And finally, personal. How do we apply this to ourselves today? Here's, here's what I was going to say earlier. Um, when you look at the psalmist where he's currently at, when he is being chased and pursued, he is constantly reminding himself of who God is, who God has said he is. So first takeaway, remind yourself often of who God is. Remind yourself often of who he says he is, because the enemy uses lies they, the enemy uses false ideas in our mind. The enemy uses and, and puts these, these, uh, these unreal ideas of who he says God is and what he has said God uh, is doing. But that is not who our God 
is. Our God is a, he is our salvation, our rock, our fortress. So remind yourself often of who God is. Second thing to, to take away from this personally, make sure you are in Jesus. What do I mean by that? Well, the text talks about being in this fortress because when we are in Jesus, we will never be shaken. What does it mean to be in Jesus? Well, for starters, it is being a part of his family. You have made a conscious decision to give your life to Jesus. You have uh, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that he has risen from the dead, as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says. You believe Jesus is who he says he is. Second thing is this. Uh, well, okay, first, you've made this conscious decision to believe in who Jesus is, but uh, to remain in Christ. We have to be, uh, Jesus talks about how he is the vine and we are the branches. We have to be constantly getting our spiritual nourishment from him. So that means reading the Bible daily. That means praying and talking to him daily. And we're going to talk later uh, about how to pray and what does it mean to pray. Uh, but it means praying to God. It means reading. Okay. So in order to be in Jesus, first you have had to have made a conscious decision that he is who he says he is. And you believe that you've confessed with your mouth and you believe in your heart and you are committing your life to him. You are asking him to be your Lord and Savior. And then the, secondly, you have to be constantly pursuing his words. You have to find your nourishment, your spiritual nourishment in him. So Bible, what does the text say? Read it. Read the text. Read the surrounding verses. What does the text say? Gospel, how does the text point to Jesus? Uh, you can look, uh, one of my favorite Bibles is the, uh, the gospel transformation Bible. I believe it's called, um, hold on one second. I got it sitting right over here. Yeah, it's called the gospel transformation Bible. It's one of my favorite Bibles because, uh, as you read, it's got study notes that are pointing you back to the gospel. So it helps you along with this process of how does it point to Jesus? And then finally, personal. How can you apply it to your life? What does it mean for you in your current season? How are you going to act from what the scripture is calling you to? As always, I love y'all. I'm praying for you. You can comment your prayer request down below. If you're over here on the Anchor app, uh, shoot me a voice message. Uh, or if you need to get in contact me, with me any other way, my uh, information is down in the description below. I love you, and I'll see you in the next episode.